Do you think it would be fun to start a podcast just like us? Buzzsprout offers all the tools you need to launch, promote, and track your podcast and get it listed in all the big directories. Get started today at buzz.simpsonsiblings.com and receive a $20 Amazon gift card after signing up for one of their paid packages. That's buzz.simpsonsiblings.com. Hey everyone, this is Sari. And this is Sean. And we're the Simpsons siblings. We've been watching the Simpsons since we were little. And we talk about it all the time. Real quick before we get started, we've got a winner for our drawing drawing. Every episode now we're going to be sending out a Simpsons drawing that I've done. And this week's is the I Want Candy drawing. And it was won by a selection from Rafflecopter. And today our winner is Elisa. Thanks, Elisa. We'll DM you to get your info and get that weird picture sent to you. And uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Simpsons Sibs to get involved in our next drawing drawing. Today's episode is Boy Scouts in the Hood. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> I got to do the Z and the N. Season 5, Episode 8. Originally aired November 18, 1993. Directed by Jeffrey Lynch and written by Dan McGrath with special guest star Ernest Borgnine. And in this one, we don't have a chalkboard scene, which I never knew how to decide if one did or didn't have one. I th- I actually do know. Oh, you do? Yeah. it's uh, Sometimes things like that are cut for time because uh, the networks were all, will um, usually have a very specific set of time that they need per episode. And so they trim that based on if the episode goes a little bit longer or a little bit shorter. If a joke's too good to mm-hmm. not be substituted by the chalkboard scene. Yep. But we do have the couch gag, so we have that going for us. Uh, this one, it's a dark screen, and the, we see the eyeballs coming in all cartoon <laughs> style. Lights turn on. It's just a bunch of floating eyeballs. <laughs> and the bodies <laughs> run in, and they pop right back into them. Uh, all right. I should uh, point out, full disclosure, I have seen Boys in the Hood. This episode has nothing to do with that movie. <laughs> it's There are no references. It is not a spoof. Uh, we start out with Bart and Milhouse at the arcade and Martin playing a uh, dinner with Andre arcade game. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, my gosh. The <laughs> out of money alarm. <laughs> the code red. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all this buildup and it's just the greasy face teen just asking them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have – I noticed in the background I was looking at the arcade games. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is the touch of death game. <gasps> Wasn't that where Bart was going to yeah, – with his hand going towards Lisa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we also have George Bush Sr. saying, winners don't use drugs. <laughs> the good old line from the 90s from arcade games. Oh, countless arcade games. And then he just starts kicking the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get Marge asking what Homer wants for dinner. And he goes, steak? And she goes, I don't know. We're a little tight on money. I don't know if we can do steak. And he goes, steak? He's so clueless <laughs> in some things. I don't know why that scene just killed me. And Marge sort of gets a worried expression on her face. I'm sure. We'll get steak. <laughs> and then we have Homer looking like he's going to sit down to do a whole evening of reading. 
Mm-hmm. Then he picks up the peanut jar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we get absolutely this absolute classic scene with the peanut and, oh, I wanted a peanut. Money can buy you many peanuts. Explain how. <laughs> Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Oh. That's probably one of our, because we quote Simpsons all the time. Oh, each yeah. Other for, and it always fits the situation. But yep. I feel like that's on our top five list. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. And that, that $20 floats out the window and somehow ends up with Bart and Milhouse. And I just love how that seems like so much money when you're a kid. It kind of feels like a lot of money now. If I thought of 20, I'd be excited. I'd be happy, but when you're a kid, that's like a life-changing amount of money. Yeah, when he says we're young, we're rich. (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, I have to mention the Dankmas remix of Young and Rich. If We're going to talk about Dankmas every time we do an episode with a reference. So look up Dankmas on YouTube, Young and Rich. It's beautiful. Thank you, Dankmas. Thank you, Dankmas. We listened to him in the car on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> so then they go into Quickie Mart and order the all-syrup squishy. And I love Bart's delivery here because he's so confident and so sly. Made entirely out of syrup. He's just sitting there with his arm on the counter. Like, yeah. Like he just ordered an expensive drink at the bar. <laughs> showing up. And the squishy machine... I love finding these things. I'd never noticed before. The colors changed on the squishy syrup. They were red and purple, and then angle changes, and they're purple and purple, Uh and then they go to purple and green. Ah, And then the squishy ends up being green at the end. Yep. Yeah. I love Apu's freaking out. She's going to blow. And then all of a sudden, he just goes, all done. (laughs) (laughs) And turns the dial to experimental. Yeah. (laughs) Just imagine if there was a dial at, like, McDonald's. And the shake oh machine God. that you turned it to experimental. We've got this classic little musical segment. And I, I have to admit, I saw this musical segment more from the clip show episode with the all singing, all dancing. Because they played that a lot on TV when we were kids. Yeah, it was their go-to spot filler. Yeah, and I, I've seen that that entire musical segment much more from that episode than from this episode. And they do so much on $20. I know. Was Going it, to see cats. Yeah, that that seemed the most ridiculous because aren't tickets to that sort of thing like 50 to 50 and up pretty much? Yeah, it doesn't have to always make sense. Yeah. But uh, like when Bart shoots a, shoots a spitball at the cat and it hisses <laughs> and growls. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, Barney's magic pixie line. Yeah, I love your pixie drink. And there's one scene where Apu is laughing mm-hmm. in the montage, and a bunch of buildings are going by in the background. Uh-huh. I paused a couple times. They're hard to see because they're blurry from all the motion, mm-hmm. but they all seem very kid friendly. Like one of them is a big lit up sign that says "Triple G Rated." What? <laughs> That's kind of cute. So the scene with with Barney mentioning the pixie drink, Milhouse's face looks so weird. And I always notice that for some reason. Like, his smile looks like a J almost. And it's probably just them trying to show them being on their sugar high. But I don't know. That smile always weirded me out. It's like a frantic, creepy look. Yeah, yeah. And then Bart wakes up to a sort of semi-sugar hangover from all this. 
And Barney ends up on a cargo ship and they never mention him again for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Well, because he's not around to be mentioned. Yeah, I guess so. And so Bart wakes up with the junior camper outfit on. That's the big regretful thing that he did on his big sugar binge. And he wants to weasel out of it. I'm just wondering, why did they call it junior campers? Because if it was a copyright problem, they put it in the name of the episode. Well, it it can't be a copyright thing because later on, a few minutes later, we'll get to it. They go into the meeting at the school, Mm -hmm. but the door says not affiliated with Boy Scouts of America. Yeah, which I was wondering if maybe it wasn't so much them using their name, but they didn't want them to show a bad image of them. Maybe Boy Scouts of America would have been upset if they were mocking them directly versus Mm -hmm. indirectly. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. But then we have Marge saying that they're not square or uncool. She does the uncool in air quotes. (laughs) And, yeah, Bart wants to weasel out of it. But then we get this uh, pop quiz um, in uh, Mrs. Kerbopple's class. And a junior camper gets to leave. And I freaking love this kid that we pretty much never see again. Other than this. (laughs) Yeah, other than this episode. And he's just, I gotta, I'm supposed to. (laughs) A <laughs> little panic, like he just wants to. He feels like he's missing out in the meeting, and he's just trying to express it so well. That was me in elementary school, just always nervous and just always feeling like I'm gonna do something wrong. And oh my god! And then Bart walks into the campers' sponge bathing Jasper, which is sponge bath the old folks' day, which is just weird. Could you imagine the headlines if an elementary school had kids giving a sponge bath to a man? (laughs) That's just so weird. (laughs) Um, Then Bart passes out when trying to get away. And I love this Bart POV from the floor. It kind of reminds me of when Lisa passes out in Lisa's Rival. This this is not a dream. (laughs) It's just a really weird POV. And then Bart suddenly becomes interested when Ned mentions their knives. Yes, that's the hook. (laughs) Yep. But then Bart leaves again when he finds out he has to do a test to use it. And we get this whole sequence with knives. (laughs) The benefits of knife ownership. Yes. Mole Man pulling a giant machete out of his cane. That really weird shot. And then he falls over and more knife-related scenes, like this one with Dr. Hibbert. Yes, that's my favorite one out of all of them. (laughs) Random appendectomy on the street and then throwing it and explodes. No anesthesia, no suture. The guy just like buttons up his shirt afterwards and walks away. And the way Dr. Hibbert says, don't thank me, thank the knife. What the hell? It it made me think of the inanimate carbon rod. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's similar like shot and everything. I'm loving this Danny don't thing. Don't do what Danny don't doesn't. Uh, it, it reminds me, like, the 90s seemed to have so many PSAs, and they always had these sort of these sort of characters they'd make up. Do they still do stuff like that today? I, I've seen some, but it's more just, like, the characters from shows giving PSAs. I seem to remember it was kind of a thing where shows would show a light PSA at the end so they could mm-hmm. say it was kid-friendly mm-hmm. just to kind of get that technicality in there. Sonic says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, G.I. Joe. Oh, my God. 
So then Homer makes fun of Bart and Marge reprimands him for it, even going so far as to continue doing it after Marge isn't looking. Bart learns how to make traps, and we get a couple of sequences of Homer falling into these traps with the pie as bait. Ooh, floor pie. <laughs> yes. And that one of them involves a hole through the driveway. How did Bart pull that off? With his knife. With his knife. We got to thank the knife. Well, I think he has his rubber training knife at that point, so. Yeah, that would take a while. And then we also have the itchy and scratchy cartoon mm-hmm. with the tent and Bart noticing the technicality <laughs> on why it's not accurate. And then that awesome line of, oh, cartoons don't have to be 100% realistic. And Homer walks by the window <laughs> as he's also sitting on the couch. That is such a fantastic line. That's just one of those golden Simpson moments. Since this was our first Itchy and Scratchy episode um, that we've covered in one of these, I think this is our first one that we've covered on the podcast. Yeah, because those are a key thing to mention, but we haven't talked about them before. And one thing I want to mention is, at at least for me, I don't know if it was for you, I wasn't allowed to watch those segments as a kid. Our parents made made me turn away. I remember having to turn away from a few of them being really young. Yeah. But by the time you started watching, I was older. and Okay. Because – and now as an adult, I do the same thing with my kid. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it's definitely a stark contrast to the rest of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because even now those seem kind of new to me because it's – for, you know, the bulk of the time I watched The Simpsons was as a kid – and the bulk of the time I watched it, I didn't watch Itchy and Scratchy. And so they're still a little fresh to me. The same for me. They don't feel burned in like the rest of the series. Yeah. Oh, and we get Bart putting the badges on his vest. And I right. paused it. And his badges include archery, debt collecting, embalming, TV trivia, and patch forgery. That last one probably came in handy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we have the announcement of the father-son rafting trip, and we get a special celebrity dad, which, what the heck? <laughs> that poor kid, his dad's in prison. <laughs> yeah, and he says, well, my older brother can do it. And he's, no, no, we got Ernest Borgnine, which even then was kind of a old-time actor. Um, and he, he says, you might know me from here to eternity, and all the kids recognize it somehow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the kids knew that. <laughs> yeah. So Bart and Homer both don't want to go with the other, and I love how this scene works out. And then we get probably my favorite character in the whole show, which is Homer's brain. (laughs) (laughs) Separate entity. Oh, yes. And Homer goes, okay, so if he asks you, you just say yes. Wait, are you sure that's how this works? (laughs) (laughs) He says, shut up, brain, I'll stab you with a Q-tip. No, of course, he ends up saying yes, and they both go, dope. It's genetic. Yep, it truly is. So then we go to the camping trip, and they're all setting up their rafts, and we get the sea captain's line, Yar, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Which begs the question, why is he even here? Because he's not there with a kid. He just kind of shows up and then leaves, which says that maybe he's been hired to set up the boats, which... He's had so many weird random sea or water-related jobs that I can't even keep track of him. And for him to sink a little raft. Yeah. It makes it scary for all the other responsibilities he's had. Yeah. Of course, the Simpsons and the Flanders get grouped together. 
And I love Ned right in Homer's face with that white nose. <laughs> hey, Homer, want me to zinc your sniffer? <laughs> so I love Ned's random <laughs> awkward lines. Oh, yeah. Of course, Homer loses the map and they take the wrong turn. But he does have an alternate map. Oh, yes, which does come in handy later. And Homer is unseasonably jerky during this whole part on the raft. He seems almost like a later season Homer in some of these scenes. Right. Just absolutely irredeemable with, we are doomed in your face. And there's that whole scene once they take the wrong path. And they end up going out into the ocean. I don't know why it always stood out to me. Just the way it, like, very quickly goes from a river to, like, the vast open ocean from that overhead view. It's very, like, eerie and creepy. Like, yeah. You can just imagine the fear you'd have if you were in those that situation just getting pushed out into the ocean. And when they, when they kind of go far away from the land, the land kind of just sinks into the background. Right. Yeah. And then we get the rest of the campers going down the right path and we get the deliverance reference with the dueling banjos. I've never, <laughs> I've never seen deliverance, but from what I've seen on Wikipedia, you don't want to be going that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the whole airplane fiasco where Homer tries to shoot the flare gun and it ends up hitting the plane. <laughs> and, then, yep. and then the plane comes to rescue the person from the other plane. We also have Homer using the last bit of water. To wash his socks. Oh, my God. And Ned goes, Homer, you're washing your socks again? Uh-huh. Like he didn't learn the first time. <laughs> and then we have Homer's great interpretation. Water, water everywhere, so let's all have a drink. <laughs> oh, my God. It's terrible. <laughs> and we're almost rescued by dolphins. And the dolphins just say, you're all going to die, which I'm wondering, could they be related to the evil dolphins from that Treehouse of Horror? Could be. Yeah. And then another iconic line when Homer tries to use the cheese doodle to go fishing. And he says, Godspeed, little doodle. <laughs> <laughs> and he just doesn't have the energy to, to hold on to the line. He just escapes. Oh, my God. He'll be back. He'll be back. And then I love the knife gag mm-hmm. when he busts out the pocket knife. Mm-hmm. And it bounces on the raft three or four <laughs> times and everyone's gasping. And then it finally rests nice and peacefully, and then it's the magnifying glass that gets them uh-huh. with the sun. Oh, my gosh. And then Homer's fake Krusty Burger map actually ends up saving them in the end when they sort of float over to a oil rig that has a Krusty Burger on it. And Krusty's freaking out because he's not getting any business. And they say, we told you, it's an unmanned oil rig. Even if it was manned. How much business can you get from that? I don't know. I wonder if that's something that happens that they do. If there's, but you think it'd be more like some sort of cafeteria thing, but I don't know. It's just a plot device. It's a plot device. And then we get the ending with Ernest Borgnine and his group sort of being snuck up on at the camp. And that ending creeped me out as a kid. Yeah. And to think that because of Homer's mistakes, they survived and. Everyone else got killed. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. It's, ooh, it's just such, and it's kind of out of nowhere, too. And you really don't see any of those kids again. So. Mm. And the episode just kind of ends there. There's not much 
yeah. resolution other than they got to the oil rig and we just assume they make it back from there. But Yeah. It's this episode's got a lot of great classic moments in it, but I personally like the first half much better than the second half. It's it's, it's a good one for grabbing a few choice lines out of. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of anxiety in that second half. And a lot of really hating Homer. It gets a bit dark. Yeah, it really does. Uh, I did still really enjoy it, though, and I think there's a lot of great moments in it. And that's what I love about the earlier seasons of The Simpsons. Even the the weaker episodes are still always fun to watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And join us next week. We'll be going through Season 9, Episode 17, Dumbbell Indemnity. Watch the episode before you listen to get the full experience. And with that, bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.